0: 2016 I enroll in culinary school and uh, I want to say it was like two weeks in I get contacted by Food Network they want to uh, they want to have me on the first ever firefighter episode of Guy's Grocery Games hosted by Guy Fieri uh, and this is like I said this is all happening at once and I'm like this is crazy I can see
1: you <laughs>
2: So here we are, the size up episode two, and I'm really happy that we got to episode two because that meant that we're on episode two, not past <laughs> one. It's a big deal to get to two because a lot of people have one and they never get to two. So I'm shooting for three next is, is what I'm, I'm going for here. Big but I'm really goals, big, big, goals, big goal. Oh, you got to set them big man. Goals. Big goals right there. Three. But I'm really happy to have my man Jeremy and Tucker back from National Fire Radio with us. And today we have a great new guest who's, I guess he's one of my best internet friends, we, we, I would been, I would agree right would probably agree. best yeah. internet friends out there yeah. I have a lot of good internet friends to remind he was in ears. makeup
1: for a long time though so
2: <laughs> <laughs> you may get a gleam off his head but AJ Fusco from fork and Hose company what's up buddy
0: what's going on Pip thanks for having me here super excited to be sitting down with you and <laughs> my new friends here at National Fire radio
2: it's pretty crazy we, we've come a long way together haven't we
0: yeah uh, I don't know how long exactly but you probably have a, a date better
2: We were trying to talk about this before we started. I'd go with, uh, it's about five years almost to the day. Yeah. Because we started 555's Instagram five years ago, January 1st, we launched. And I think you, when did you start Fork and Hose Company?
0: It was, well, uh, the Instagram part of it started right about that same time. But uh, the, the, you know, I'll call it the brand. Fork and Hose Company started about a year prior to that. And it was just a, a, you know, a little itty bitty website that I didn't know how to operate or... (laughs) update or do anything like that
2: so so let's go back to that story too yeah so first you know you got to give us a little backstory to you because there's a lot of people out there like fork and hose that doesn't really make much sense to me
0: it's kind of a play on words you know depending on how you look at it Well, we'll leave it at that. So, but, so uh, do
1: you go to firehouses and enjoy their meals? And is that yeah. what it, this is, is that, all about?
2: Or do you do other things? Yeah. <laughs> my God, I've never, uh, this I is never. This is a family show. How embarrassing <laughs> is it for me? <laughs> <laughs> and in all these years, I've never. Now he's putting he's two put together. that together. I'm an,
0: idiot. <laughs> um, I'm an idiot. So, you know, Fork and Hose Company, it, it started out simply as a way for me to share my firehouse cooking with my close friends and family, maybe a couple guys that I knew on the job in the area. I honestly had no, no idea or intent of it getting any bigger than that. Um, and it, it was just, you know, uh, a way for me to get my stuff out there. You know, maybe somebody needed a recipe for something that, you know, is, is a proper dish for the firehouse or something like that. But once I realized I wasn't the only idiot cooking in the firehouse, it went way <laughs> beyond that and, uh, you know, to where it's at today.
2: So at at that time, too, did you ever think like you were a firefighter, a a career firefighter? Did you ever think I should probably be a chef at that time? No, I I, I never
0: did um, until my wife asked me one day, uh, you know, if you weren't a fireman, what would you do? And it was pretty immediate. I said, I want to be a cook. You know, Uh, I want to cook for a living. And that was way back then. And, you know, the conversation really never went further than that. Um, and then 2016 is when, I don't know if I could say it, but shit got real. And <laughs> yes, you, know, you can say that yeah, we, and, we get the uh, E after us, yeah. I guess now. And we, uh, you know, we went down to ICC, which is a culinary school in Manhattan. And I enrolled that weekend.
2: And that was awesome. Cause I had known HA for about two or three years then. And uh, I myself used to cook in the firehouse, and and, and used to. Uh, I don't cook oh, anymore. You're oh, you're a senior man. Or uh, uh, I got I got replaced by a guy about uh, maybe like three years ago. He started cooking on my shift. I'm embarrassed to cook now. He's so consistent, these meals that he makes. He's like, I, I tried something new tonight. I did this with the paprika. And I'm like, yeah. yes, sure, yeah. man. <laughs> like, it was awesome. That's all I can say. And, 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 and side note to this, he's also a plumber. So we wonder what, you know, uh, really, make sure he washes his hands before he starts cooking. You don't look at his hands. That's the way. But, but in, in Firehouse, because a lot of people listening to this are not firefighters, you know, the meal is a huge, bonding experience. It's a traditional thing. I, I think even before
0: the meal, it's, you know, you'll hear the kitchen table as yep. being the most important part or the most important been. place in the firehouse. And it, it goes beyond the meal itself. Yeah. It's, you know, whether it's career or volunteer, it's where everybody usually sits down, talks about, you know, maybe it was a run they just went on, or maybe it was, uh, you know, a, a job from last year. It, it, it's where the world's
2: problems get you solved. Go. That you know? is it, and that's what they say about the firehouse kitchen table, and I think it's the truth. getting to travel the country and meet firefighters from from around the world now, that table, you know all life's problems are solved there. yeah
0: and and to me, you could go in any firehouse, most i mean I would say every firehouse probably has a kitchen table. You could sit down at that table, and w- whether you just met the people on the other side of it, you're going to have a great conversation, you're yep. probably going to all have something in common. And then the meal comes and then the food is what really brings us together and creates those, you know, those, uh, those, it's like the
1: old fashioned family meal that nobody does anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. That's, that's not it. true. My
0: house, five nights a week. There you go.
1: We sit down and have dinner.
0: We nice. we just, and in my house, awesome. we just implemented a new, uh, I don't want to call it a rule. <laughs> it's a. Rule. we used to sit at the kitchen Island. We'd have the TV on, you right. know, we have a 16 month old home, you know, it'd be, we, me and my wife were watching TV, feeding the baby. And then we said, what do we, we have a nice dining room. Let's sit there, we'll put some music on, and we'll
2: talk, right? Yep, and that's a big thing. It's we do huge. that. Huge. We do that, we play some music. There's some like Dave Matthews band on in the background. There's no electronics, right. which with a nine and a six-year-old is like, a, it, uh, it's like pulling teeth. But we don't do it every night because I'm just not arguing with these two. It's hard enough to get them to eat. But those nights that we do it, I know, I know Tracy and I both feel better about right. things. You right. know, We're able to have this little time together.
3: Listen, whether it's 10 minutes or an hour, it's that time. Right. I sit down, I ask my kids about their day. I catch up with my wife. It's about, how was your day? You just, you just feel the sense you sense what your kids are telling you and how your wife's talking to you. And even if it's 10 minutes, you at least get that sense of how right. the day went. And maybe after dinner, I need to pull one of my kids aside and,
0: you know, just check in with them. You know, if, if you heard something in their voice, right. you know, and what's I the think- common factor here? We're sitting down, we're eating. But yeah. We- Yep. We should Ooh. have
2: food at this podcast right now. I, thought about well, it. I'm a little
0: I was going to get uh, bacon, egg, and cheese, but then I said, oh, I know I'm in Jersey. could eat something like a pork roll. Oh, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <What> is, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'm not too familiar with the Jersey
2: uh, it's culinary him. scene. And pork roll. It's pork roll. Oh, oh,
0: it's my right. show.
2: It's pork roll. <laughs> I don't care what uh, the uh, name north note north now, buddy. I'll, I'll note that. Pork rolls. Okay. <laughs> I found another common theme that is going to go on throughout this show, but which I'm totally fine with. But, you know, you see that in the firehouse. And the sign of a good meal in the firehouse is, is silence, mm-hmm. right? You, you, you hear people chewing is what you hear. And we bond over food. Right. And I think with Fork and Hose Company, you know, seeing you rise on social media and being able to say that, you know, we've come up together on social media, the amount of people who are out there cooking and want to share their recipes. I mean, you tell me. It, it started with like a hamburger. And now you have people with I mean, lamb chops with feta. Yeah, and,
0: and, and it, to me, the the craziest thing that I've able, I've been able to see through Fork and Hose Company is the varying regional differences in how firefighters are cooking. Well, let's hear about get,
2: that. I'd like to hear that one. because I, I don't get pay that much straight
0: attention. up sushi from you know California, and I'm getting you know uh, southwestern cuisine from the guys down in Texas, and 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 you know in those areas. And New York, you know, it's the usual, you know. Pizza and 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 hot dogs and hamburgers, whatever. But uh, well, that's like a call out yeah, to our own local I'm region. Saying, I'm just saying. I, I mean, sushi,
2: I, dude. Uh, sushi's that's huge.
0: Uh, sushi I
2: never I, thought I would I don't see think that. I've never had sushi in the firehouse. <laughs> right, but most most we people, do sushi Fridays, but we order yeah, out, we're, yeah, we're not exactly. hand rolling. You have people hand rolling.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and like you know, that's a good point that you bring up the ordering out thing. That's happening a lot more. And you think really? Uh I know, I know, and. Part of what I want to do with fork and host company is inspire people to cook. And it doesn't even have to be firefighters. A lot of the people that follow me and engage with me aren't firefighters. That's They, awesome. they just, they love to see what, you know, what firefighters are cooking and, you know, what, what, that, that whole, uh, aspect of it. But at the same time, you know, if I could inspire somebody to cook a meal for their family at home, I've succeeded, you know, rather than ordering that, you know, Chinese takeout, learn how to make
2: the beef and broccoli yourself. And you've done a great job of that using uh, Instagram stories. Yeah, AJ, absolutely. AJ will just it. put up a whole story. And, and, Sundays. Yeah, oh, yeah. And he's got your daughter in there, and you're hanging out, and there's music in the background, and you're just at home cooking. And I'm like, this dude, man, I I, I feel bad that I don't cook as well as you, or I don't cook no. as much as you. I shouldn't say well, because you got me beat by miles. but You, you know what it is
0: with me? Uh, fairly recently, I learned... I had to kind of step back and see what, what I was doing with fork and I was going to, okay. i started off, I was sharing my own stuff. And then now I'm sharing meals and recipes from firehouses all over the world. But now I also realized maybe I'm taking for granted little things in cooking, how to better chop an onion. Maybe, you know, people out there are used to doing it a certain way and they, they don't know an easier way. Um, and these are things that I've picked up on, you know, whether it's culinary school, cooking in a professional kitchen, they're uh, just cooking in the firehouse, you know. Um, so I want to share those little tips and those those ways you could kind of feed more people. You know, firehouse cooking—you're feeding a lot more people maybe than you do at home. All those little things I need to—I um, just want to share with everybody. I thought
3: <clears throat> I had the um, fortunate ability to have dinner with AJ the other night, and Pippa uh, it was—it was, was not invited. No, nope, you weren't. And again. As my voice goes, here we go. Real quick, I thought what was really cool was when AJ and I were talking about a bunch of different things. I think fork and hose has the ability to hit so many things that there's so many questions on from people, and like National Fire Radio, where we talk about tips, tricks, and hacks, and how you do it, and how this guy does it, how these guys do it over here. AJ's got the ability to, to, with his platform, to hit all those different levels and questions, and the one thing I thought was super cool was, the probies always expected to cook in the firehouse. Half these kids are coming in the firehouse and never had a cook before, right. yeah. or they don't know how to buy correctly. And AJ talk about that, because you talked to me the other night about that. I thought it was so cool how we just put it in perspective that you know maybe we need to teach these kids, like we're teaching them in the academy, how to fight a fire and how to love the culture and the brotherhood. We also need to teach them that part of their duties, if you're gonna cook, here's some easy meals. Here's some easy things that you can do to put yourself in a in a win situation,
2: <laughs> to it, not lose.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: It, and it's you know maybe to somebody not in the fire service, it seems kind of silly. You know, like well, what's a big deal? You know, like I said, some of these guys or girls that they've never boiled a. Uh, uh, right. you know, pasta. Yeah, they before. grew up in the microwave generation. Yeah,
2: we were the microwave generation. Now right. they've grown up in the the uh, Uber eats Uber generation. eats. Yeah, you don't have to leave your house. You right, whatever you want delivered there. And, and what's uh, that? Poor, yeah. yeah, Tucker. Or Tucker. Yeah. Yeah. Tucker's like I'm <laughs> still in the cow. He's still churning the
1: butter in the neighborhood fruit cart. Yeah.
2: The milkman was meant to build people up. Blowing Tucker's minds, My episode two with these phenomenal content seeing, <laughs> seeing a trend here <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic
0: no but <laughs> it, it, in all seriousness yeah. uh i i get dms from from people all the time you know uh, what you know what's a good good recipe i can make you know I'm coming off probation you know whatever simple keep it simple stupid you know it, it doesn't have to be an elaborate meal We're using fancy ingredients you don't have to buy the best
1: cut of meat you know just Treat them, treat everything, you know, with respect and, and... Well, you can also, like, pre-make sauces and then just have it, because a lot of times we don't have a lot of time to cook at the firehouse. Exactly. But you can pre-make the sauce, and then, you know, if it's a pasta dish or whatever, then... You're really just heating everything up, and right. then if the alarm goes off, it's right. not that big of a deal. But if you have to sit there for an hour and stir the sauce, I mean, right. you better
2: happen? be more than an hour. If you're making sauce, you better be stirring that what sauce for eight hours. Uh, I'm gonna, minute. I'm gonna
0: say, is it sauce or is it gravy? It's sauce. <laughs> it's
2: <totally laughs> That's a whole sauce. other
0: episode it's in sauce. itself. Here, it's sauce. It's, it's I, sauce. You know, I think, uh, I think there's, there, there needs to be more of, uh, you know, educational. Uh, stuff put out there for for these people who don't know how to do certain simple, simple things.
2: Oh, I definitely can coming up in the firehouse for myself. I learned so many things from the guys that were there about cooking, about how to chop an onion, about how to make a sauce, or I, I knew the sauce part, but <laughs> you know, you learn these things and you see people do things differently. And that again, goes back to that bonding experience. And you've done a really good job with fork and hose and, and spreading that mission. Um, but you went from firefighter, to I'm going to go to culinary school. So talk a little bit about that because you were on the job going to culinary school.
0: Yeah. So the, the conversation happened again um, with my wife and it was, I'll be honest, it was a period in my firehouse career that was, I wouldn't call it dark because I don't want to make it like really like, you know, morbid ominous. or anything, but uh, you know, I just wasn't super happy and she asked me that question again, you know, what would you do? And I said, I'd, I'd, I'd want to go to school. I want to learn how to cook. And she just said, do it. That's awesome. And I, 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 awesome never, I never thought that it would be possible because, you know, the schedules and, and, and um, it, it's, you know, it, it's not a nine to five job. It, it's changing constantly. So I did a little homework with, with guys at the firehouse just to see, you know, if I can make this possible. And there was a couple guys that stepped up and, you know, without them, I, I wouldn't have been able to do it. Uh, So I went down to International Culinary Center, which was French Culinary Institute a couple years prior, and uh, that's down in Manhattan, found a program that worked. It was two nights a week, 14-month program. It was the longest one they do, Um,
2: and through mutuals and taking my time off, I was able to do it. It was uh, awesome. It, it was really cool to watch AJ do this and, and be a part of it, you know, seeing him work so hard. And, and I sort of did the same thing when I went to paramedic school, Right. you know, but more of mine was an online program. But seeing you do that and you did have to step away from fork and hose a little bit. I mean, it still existed.
0: Yeah. You know, my life was basically revolving around going to work at the firehouse
2: and then going to school at night. And, you know, sleeping so what is cooking school like how does it work like that's a really i'm sure people out there are like what do what you really learn in these things
0: well, that's a good question because most people uh you know the fire uh, the fire the food industry is kind of uh, a, a glamorous thing now you know because of television and uh cooking school depending on who you talk to it could go well you don't really need to do that just go cook in a restaurant And, and to some people, that's, that's a good plan. But for me, I didn't have the time to go do that because I was working as a fire, you know, I'm working as a firefighter too. So I don't want to call it like, um, uh, like a cheat cheating way to get into it, like a hack. (laughs) But, you know, I felt. To get myself in the best position you know to work in a restaurant i had to go to culinary school build my foundation you know it's kind of like going going through the academy and fire service you have to learn the basics learn the foundations of those things um and the school that i you know that i went to was uh, a good fit for me because they it wasn't just french technique it was it was kind of a mix they they kind of changed our program around so it laid the foundation for me to go cooking in a, re- you know, go cook in a restaurant. Is it for everybody? No. But, uh, you know, I tell people if you're serious about this profession,
2: you, have you, to should, do it, you right? should almost you should really I shouldn't say you have to, but you should you really do
0: it. consider it. Yeah. You know, it, it does cost money. It's like going to college, but it, it definitely will pay off in the end for sure.
2: And so since then, you've been able to work in a few different restaurants. I don't know how far you want to jump into that. Sure. But you definitely spent some time in kitchens. And I know from what I've seen on cooking shows and friends that I uh, that I have that are chefs, very different from the firehouse kitchen is a professional kitchen. Oh my That's gosh! Just- you know what? It is and it isn't. There, there's actually a lot of
0: parallels, which which you know you might it might be hard to think about, but the fire service, you know, it's fast paced. You have to think on your toes a lot. Same thing in the in the restaurant. You know, um, you know, there's a, a structure, there's hierarchy. You know. You have your chef and you have your cooks underneath them and same thing. You got your chiefs, you got lieutenants, and then you have, you know, your firefighters. So there's a lot of parallels, but cooking in a restaurant kitchen compared to a firehouse kitchen. I can mess up in the firehouse kitchen and still probably be all right. You cook in a restaurant and you mess something up, you're gonna hear it. And uh, you know, it's changed a lot. It's not like it used to be, you know, chefs throwing plates across the room and, and that kind of thing, but there there's the pressure is a lot higher in, in a restaurant kitchen. Yeah,
2: you can totally sure. see that because you have to put out that consistent meal yep. time after time after time after time. Yeah.
0: And- the first restaurant I worked at was in Manhattan and it was under a chef that I had looked up to and kind of ironically, when I went to culinary school to visit with my wife, she said, you know, who, who would you want to work for? And I said, April Bloomfield. And sure enough, my first restaurant was under her. And uh, she she taught the consistency and just the importance of looking at ingredients and and treating them well. And it was uh, an actual it was a whole animal butcher shop slash restaurant. And what that did was teach me to use everything and not waste anything. So whether it's the vegetable scraps getting used for stock later, um, you know, we used the beef fat. We melted that down and we deep fried things in beef fat. <laughs> Why? Like there's no food mouth here. Water we should that. be eating yeah. right now. My, my, my stomach's actually growling yeah. too while I'm talking. Um, but you
2: know that that restaurant taught me a lot. And I think there. you, too, you did a really good job of sharing that story on Fork and Hose. You know, you, could, you can go back years now. I mean, you're going to probably page a lot on the, on the, yeah. on the, on a the few thousand posts later. Yeah, but like, but you can go back and see AJ kind of chronicled that and chronicled that change you made right. in, in yourself and in your yeah. life. And it was sacrifice, you know, sacrifice for, for your yeah. wife. Um, it was before the little one was born, yeah. I mean, if I'm, I'm yeah. not mistaken, yeah. all this time. Um, but that's a big thing. And for firefighters to do that, you know, they're, they're very scared to do that. You know, people are very, they get very comfortable in their job mm-hmm. and what they're doing and they don't want to step outside of that. Yeah. And you were able to do that and you were able to highlight it. And it's it just, it was cool to watch, man. I was so stoked for you. Every time you do something in the culinary world, I'm like, yes, good for him.
0: Now I, I appreciate it. And, and you know, like we said earlier, we're best internet friends and uh, <laughs> it, it was, it was a, it was a humbling experience and I'm I'm glad I did it. And you know, I look forward to, to, you know, furthering my culinary career as uh, as life goes on you know
2: yeah and it's amazing too so what do you think you know being on social media and, and seeing all these other folks out there are there a lot of firefighter chefs like real i want to say like went to culinary school or now firefighters or vice versa uh well going back to the
0: whole you know the tv thing glamorizing everything it's it's very easy to and and i've had this conversation with people it's very easy to say i'm a chef right? You put it in my handle, you know, chef, whatever. And unfortunately that's not how it is, you know? Um, but I like to think there are firehouse chefs. And to me, a firehouse chef is somebody who not just cooks, you know, you're not, you're not only cooking great food, but you're also taking into consideration the budgets of of budgeting. That's (laughs) a huge thing. You know, it's one thing to take an unlimited budget and cook an amazing meal. I think anybody could do that. But to to say, all right, you got five bucks a guy or ten bucks a guy, because it's going to vary, obviously, you know, to the firehouse. To be able to take that and say, and I'm still going to put out a kick-ass meal, that's a firehouse chef. Yeah. And to to make food that's firehouse, I like to say firehouse friendly. You know, like to to make uh, a a dish that's going to sit on the stovetop
2: while you're out at three hours
0: sitting. Yeah, on you have to make something that's going to that down. you
2: could walk away from. And not come back and be ruined yeah. it's a whole different world yeah
0: so it it's a, a firehouse chef you know if you can can do those things you know successfully i, I like to give you the title firehouse chef you get know that like, one. You, you get, get that win. one yeah and i think sure. too
2: a big misnomer uh, to the folks out there who aren't firefighters is, is, is we pay for our own meals yeah i felt like that's been in my my 16 years in the in the fire service and that's actually going to be in a few days which is scary to say my anniversary is coming up but um that's the biggest question It's like, what do you mean you pay for your meals? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, we, every firehouse in America, the guys, you pay for your own lunch, you pay for your own food. I think they think it's a perk of the job or, <laughs> or just, you know, and, and I've
0: had this personal experience and I know other people have too. You know, they see a rig at the supermarket. What do you, what are you guys doing here? You know, you're wasting taxpayer money, letting the engine run. Blah, blah. And I'm like, what, if I'm on shift for 10, 14, 24 hours, what, what, I got eight hours, People 48, do 48s in Yeah. In America. You got to eat. And yeah. this goes back to the ordering in thing. And I could see why it's, it's easy for us to say, you know what? I've had a long shift. I don't feel like cooking. I'm going to order in. I think there needs to be uh, you know, a change in mentality with that. You know what? Maybe you just don't make an elaborate meal. Make something yeah. quick, throw a couple yep. pieces of chicken on the grill, saute some broccoli, you know, baked potato and you're done. You know, there, there's so many ways we could get around like just being lazy and, and, and ordering. And, and, you know, it's
2: funny because in the in the morning on my shift, one of the first things is what's on sale. Yeah. You know, our, our firearm, the guy who cooks on my shift is already starting his prep yeah. because he knows that, hey, let's figure this out. Let's see who's in. Maybe somebody's out. Maybe somebody's leaving. Whatever it is, he's trying to do the budget. He's trying to get you know, shop economical, make everybody happy. Oh, this guy doesn't eat pork. That, oh, this uh, guy uh, I yeah, ate chicken last key. night. Yep. You know, like oh, I eat. Mean, listen, he. They ask me, and and I have food allergies. Um, it's very, I'm the guy. I'm sensitive the bubble tummy. boy. I don't have a sensitive <laughs> tummy. <It's laughs> anaphylaxis, man. Epipen time for me. No, no, but, no but I know. But you get that, and like you're saying, that's a huge part of our culture and our society yeah. is being that guy
0: and and or girl. Yeah, and and it's a big responsibility too. Yeah, don't mess it and, up you, you mess it up. You're going to get, you're (laughs) going to get shit for it no matter what it is. But at the end of the day, you can almost guarantee that your crew is thankful for you cooking. No matter, you could put hamburger helper on the table. I guarantee you they're going to be appreciative of, of what you just did. Um, and that, and that's it. That goes back to the proby thing too. You know, like I tell a lot of guys just cook something and make mistakes. I want you to. I almost said it i want you to mess <laughs> trying up i'm not go with yeah. big curses yeah and Declan want to listen but. yeah i want you to make yeah. mistakes because you're not going to
2: do you're not going to cook any better if you don't learn from them well how about this too and this this is a big thing in, in the fire service and in life in general and, in, and definitely in cooking you're gonna make a mistake but how do you recover, recover from that right. mistake you know i've seen it where he's been like you know shaking in a seasoning and I don't know his hand slips or something and you're like oh that was a lot of salt yeah you know and, and that's something that te- that cooking can teach you is how to make that recovery because yep. it can't be oh it's all over with now you know when we see that in life we see that in the fire service you know a, a call goes bad or a tactic goes bad we have to quickly switch and do something else right so how often does that happen to you
0: it, it happens a lot and I think people are appreciative when I share my mistakes yeah when I put a video up and you know Whatever I'm doing, if I put a video up and I screw something up, I want people to see me screwing up. So that they don't think I'm this high and mighty uh, you know, chef guy that doesn't make mistakes. That's BS. Because even the you best chefs. I think we can go bullshit. I think, oh, yeah. with bullshit. Right. I think it's the F bomb. We don't want to drop. Even it. the <laughs> best chefs in the world are making mistakes, but those are the ones, like you just said, they recover from them. And they're able to maybe teach the people under them how to avoid that mistake, or if you do make it. How to fix
1: it, but some of those mistakes then turn into stuff that's special. Like Mm -hmm. uh, I remember hearing um, of a chef that had uh, salmon, and he spilled coffee on it, and he was like, "What am I going to do with this?" So he ended up rubbing it in, and now he
2: uses coffee on it all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, coffee, coffee rub steaks are yeah the shit. Plain and simple. If you've not had a coffee rub steak, you're wrong. You you need to (laughs) try that sometime. I think some of the best content we put out is our blooper reel. Yeah. yeah it right. gets yeah because i mean you know listen
3: when we we're we're an unpolished group i mean obviously and you know except my head my head <laughs> no that, that's i mean that's yeah, you
2: guys you and tucker that's right. we should have balanced you guys out bald, yeah, is, beautiful. We'll bald is beautiful
3: bald is beautiful <laughs> but, uh, but i mean some of the some of the best stuff is is the blooper reel and you know you're going to make mistakes everybody makes mistakes and we make mistakes on the fire ground too and you got to learn from them, um, you know. When when a guy when a guy doesn't do the job correctly or could have done it better, you know, there needs to be that conversation, right? And the biggest yeah. part about when you make a mistake is the the ability to understand the mistake was
2: made, and then what do you do with
0: it? Acknowledge it,
2: right? Yep. And those are lessons too that go way beyond all of this. That in life, it's important to know that you are going to make a mistake, and that that uh, Uber Eats generation, let's just say, and right. I. I hate to even talk about it in generational because there was definitely a difference when I started in the fire service to the senior man that I worked with. He was a very different person than I was. We had to figure out how to get along. And it's the same as with the newer generation, the Uber Eats generation. We have to figure out how to get along. We have to teach them that mistakes are gonna happen. How you recover is the key. And I think we're seeing that a lot when we talk about um, the personal issues in the fire service, mental, physical. You know they make a mistake and they don't recover well right they don't come back from that mistake and it's even explaining to them kind of how you were saying teaching them in the academy how to cook or how to make simple meals teaching them in the academy you are going to see some of the worst things in your life in this career you have to be ready for that and there's really no way to prepare for it but how you recover after and i know something aj and i have talked about about the year over the years is bad calls you know, mm-hmm. and it's great to have a friend like AJ who's in a totally different department than mine doing totally different things. But if I have a bad call, I know he'll pick up the phone and we can talk about yeah. it. One of the,
0: you know, kind of backtracking a lot, the way I got hooked up with 555 Fitness and Pip, um, I found a friend dead. And uh, he had, he was living an unhealthy lifestyle and I was the one that found him. and. It kind of made me re rethink of how I was eating at the time. And, you know, I wasn't eating very well. I wasn't cooking the healthiest meals in the world. And I'm like, what am I going to do about this? I have to change. And, and I came upon five, five, five fitness and fork and hose company actually kind of changed because of that where, you know, I said, you know what, I'm going to start cooking healthier meals in the firehouse. And I'm going to share that with people. And in turn, <coughs> they're going to end up cooking
2: healthier meals. And, you know, that's that's and look where we are yeah. now, right? And I I never knew that. Yeah. honestly, this is the first time yeah. I heard that. Which yeah, is, it was a huge uh,
0: turning point in my life, and with fork and host company as well. It went from cooking whatever I wanted, sharing you know the the typical firehouse meals of you know everything covered in cheese, you know deep fried, to actually focusing on putting healthier food on the plates of the guys I was working with. You know, I, I wouldn't say I forced them to eat healthier, but it was one of those, you know, like where your
3: you parents say, it, if
2: you don't eat it, you're, you made broccoli good out of luck. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, could, like, you know, can make broccoli good. You can make broccoli taste well, that, really and that's, good.
3: That's exactly it, right? Like my kids are very good eaters as much as my wife and I still complain that they don't eat that well. They still eat vegetables and, and they'll try things. And I think it's how you instill that into them and raise them. And, but here's the deal. You can eat broccoli and growing up, I had terrible broccoli. I hated broccoli. Mm-hmm. Now I love it. Like you like if you make it good. If you if you take the time to learn how to make good food, healthy food, delicious, you'll win every
1: time.
2: Seasonings are
1: oh, like seasonings are amazing. I love Brussels, Brussels sprouts. Know, absolutely, I mean, they used I, to be used to have to soak them in salt.
2: And, mm-hmm. you know, and I grew up you
1: with do boiled do Brussels sprouts. And, yeah, boiled Brussels sprouts. The right, worst right. things you could <laughs> yeah. eat. Yeah, so horrible. But
0: now. Probably one of the biggest trending foods on, right. you know, Instagram is like Brussels sprouts, yeah. you know, bacon, yeah. maple syrup or right. something like that. Yeah,
2: that's right. it. That, that, Roast
0: the shit out of them. Get them nice and crispy on yep. the outside. Blacken them. So, so really how do we Brussels do it
2: real quick now that we're going to, let's go with a quick recipe, Brussels sprouts.
0: Quick recipe. <laughs> I like, Write this down, people. Right oh, write, write this right down. down. <laughs> <laughs> write it down. I'm writing. So you're going to take your Brussels sprouts. I prefer, um, make sure they're they're tight. When, what I mean by that is like, you do, you want the, Because they're basically cabbage. You want them to have a tight head, right? Cut them in half, creating more surface areas so that when we roast them, more browning happens and and that's the delicious stuff that we all crave. Toss them with oil. Uh, I like olive oil, salt, pepper. Uh, You want to preheat your oven to 450. It sounds hot. All right, this is the problem. Every recipe you ever read says 350. Why? Why is that? Nobody knows. It's just easy.
2: people it's, it's are afraid when, when you turn you know what it is it automatically when you, goes there. when you turn right. the oven on it says 350 so you just leave it there Duh. screw that people are afraid it's like to cook. a knowledge bomb.
0: yeah people are afraid to cook at higher heat i, I probably would say 90 percent of the vegetables i roast are not less than 375 yeah. so with the brussels sprouts toss them in oil and your seasonings before you put them on a sheet pan this is really important because what people usually do is They put them on the sheet pan they drizzle oil over it guilty everybody (laughs) does it everybody (laughs) does it and it's it seems like that would be the right way to do it but the problem with that is you're not coating the whole uh surface of the vegetable with the the fat needed to to get that nice color on them right roast them like i said 450 for probably 20 30 minutes i cook bacon separate just because bacon tends to burn if you're not careful i'll cook it separately um, if you really want to go nuts, cook the bacon ahead of time and then toss the Brussels sprouts in the bacon fat. That's that's the move right there. That's the move. Right that
2: that's, that's, how the move. It. that's that's how you got
0: to do it. When the Brussels sprouts are finished cooking, toss them with your chopped bacon. I like maple syrup and a little bit of chili flake, just because I like the sweet heat. Um, and and that's it. That's a simple simple Brussels sprout recipe that would kill in a firehouse oh my
2: god it would kill my kids what he you know i mean my well my kids eat it if you put it bacon yeah. bacon they eat it you have to chop up the bacon and put it in there and they eat mostly the bacon but they still eat it so but it's I guess it's something. the balance
0: though like yeah. you, you're sneaking <laughs> in the veg you know like you're balancing you, you can't serve kale salads at the firehouse every day right but if you did sure. and you put maybe some
2: bacon in it guys are kind of like oh i'll try it you know it's funny too cuz cuz with with AJ and, and 555 fitness and how we met, you know, he was like oh, I want to do these healthy meals but like I'm not going to do tofu all the time. And we we've, we've come up on social media together and and we met some folks along the way and there was someone that really wanted to work with us but he really wanted us to be a certain way when it comes to healthy cooking. And both AJ and I were like, that ain't it, man. <laughs> you <laughs> like you can't force it. You yeah, can't. like, like we, 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 we can't go again. You know, we talked about this on episode one of The Size Up. You can't go 100% or, yeah, all right. the way. You know, you have to be balanced. And balance in life and a lot of things is important. And, you know, learning cooking techniques from AJ like that with, with sweet potatoes, one yeah. hour. 500 turn your oven on the 500 that high heat goes see that, that trend high. yeah it actually goes that high one hour the best sweet potato you'll ever have you
0: don't touch them don't prod them poke them do nothing it, and i this is not
2: my recipe you know
0: it's one of those things like i'm not the originator of of all this you know I'm like, not the I'm originator re- of firehouse cooking fork and hose maybe company? that maybe that no
2: <laughs> but you know did, i'm
0: learning so. these things and all i'm doing is i'm passing that knowledge along to, to the people that follow me and, and, you know, whoever else wants to learn. That's so that's what awesome. It comes like
2: of. that, that platform alone to give, pay it forward. Let's say, I mean, I know, I know this answer, but like, let the listeners know, how has that affected your life? Just paying it forward. Yeah. With, with uh, fork and hose and yeah. what you're doing. I, I get more out of it than what they
0: probably do. You know, when I, and I get them almost daily, I'll get a DM, you know, actually I got one last night. Uh, a volunteer firefighter from i think the midwest really love your videos i'm learning so much i'm more confident cooking now and i'm actually starting to cook healthier too it's
3: awesome it's awesome dude. to
0: me like i just got chills on my back <laughs> to me like that's it like i've done my job and and i don't think about that when i'm doing them it's just you know it's it's that natural uh you know progression
2: it's amazing like like what you've done and you weren't out there, you know, pushing it, pushing it, forking hoes, forking hoes. Everybody's got to do this. Everybody's got to do that. You're not running the circuit of conferences. You're not doing like, you know, cooking with AJ. Here I am. You're just putting good stuff out there, yeah. putting good content on the internet and sharing good content. And it's amazing. Some of the meals that people cook in firehouses, I even tell my guy, I'm like, bro, come on, look at this. Look at this. I'm like, you're really good, but come on, you got to beat this guy. Like we got to do something here. To, to me, you know, a
0: lot of the, and, and I'm not the only firehouse cooking, you know, content out there, but what. I think separates me from, from all of them is I'm sharing everybody else's stuff too. Right. It's not just mine. That, that's, that's how I started it, but I realized it's more than me. It's about what everybody else is cooking because I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now, when I don't know what to cook at the firehouse, you know what I do? I go on my own page. <laughs> Swear to God. <laughs> go on my own page and I go, <coughs> man, there was something that guy gave me last week I, and I'll find it and that inspires me to cook which is kind of crazy to think, you know, it's like I'm inspiring them. And then in, in return, they're inspiring me.
2: That's a good quote right there too. So yeah. got to mark that one down. It sounds like there's more to that too, but the, it, it's amazing that, that thing. And that's what we talk about with the size up. you know, you're constantly sizing yourself up and what you're doing to make the world around you better. And I think through fork and hose, you've been able to do that. And I'm not going to sit here and say, you're not the man, because you do have a little bit of celebrity. I'm not, I'm not the man. You're the man. You have a little bit of celebrity chef in you too. And I don't even know if you wanted to bring this up today, but we have to, you know. Let's let's talk about your time on a little-known show called Guys Grocery Guys Grocery Games.
0: So uh, it it all happened, give or take, around the same time, 2016. I enroll in culinary school, and uh, I want to say it was like two weeks in. I get contacted by Food Network. They wanted uh, they want to have me on the first ever firefighter episode of Guys Grocery Games, hosted by Guy Fieri. Uh, and this is like I said, this is all happening at once, and I'm like, this is crazy, and I accept it. I'm like, you can't not do that.
2: You know, there's a chance to win twenty thousand, number one, but and it was like just, an issue getting there too, wasn't there? Like, it, didn't you have like some crazy the, the travel w- issue? You almost didn't go, right? Wasn't it? It wasn't a
0: travel issue. It was more or less how I could take time off from culinary school that I literally just started. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I had to make arrangements, and they were. You know they were really cool about it, making up classes and that kind of thing. Uh, so I go out there. Long story short, I win all twenty thousand. You
2: have to watch the
0: episode. Yeah, you got to watch. Which was all. Awesome. It's on a
2: lot, actually. It I is. wish I got is, royalties yeah. out of this deal, but uh, <laughs> I get. Actually, I get. So DMs and yeah, people tag. So a really cool thing AJ did with his winnings was he donated money back to Five 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 Fitness, um, and we did a very specific grant. It went to Williamsport, Pennsylvania yep. Fire Department, um, of fitness equipment for them, that, that it was AJ's donations. He donated his winnings. Um, and he, he also donated some of his winnings to his mom to help her out with That's, some-, uh, some we're, we, I'd rather not talk about <laughs> that. <laughs> that dishwasher is still not put in. <laughs> the dishwasher. <it. laughs> okay, we'll move on. You got to watch that episode. It was, it was a great that. episode though. Um, and it was even better to be there that night. But um, we were able to help Williamsport Fire Department. And, yeah. and you pay it forward that way with, it, with your winnings, which was awesome. But that episode is on. You're right. Like probably... Every other month someone messages 555 and they're like, "Do you know this guy?" Yeah, cuz I think I I think I did mention yeah, yeah, 555, on, on yeah. Yep. cuz it was as it went on, people are just texting me that night. I'm yeah. like, "I'm standing next to him right now." Like, yeah. "Yes, I know him. I'm at the watch party." Yeah.
0: yeah. It was a, it was a wild experience. I'm glad I did it. They ended up bring me back on. I, I lost in the second round.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, but to to AJ's credit though, where he did go back on, it was the tournament of champions, and you were up against chefs. Chefs. Yeah, like, like real like the in the real life chefs. In yeah, the firefighter uh, episode, everybody was a firefighter. Yeah. But you went up against chefs and went to the second round. Second round, yeah. So what second did you season. cook that won
0: you the prize? Uh this that sealed the deal. It was a it was a it had to be a Mexican fiesta. So uh I kind of took that and I he constructed it a little bit, you know. Instead of doing your typical like enchiladas or tacos or something, I basically, I, I did all those things, but I made it look fancier than it was than beyond. It, yeah. it was beyond the meal. Like, and yeah. we, when
2: you watch, you have to watch the episode, and he talks about food and how he's doing it. And I'm like, this is not the guy that I know. I'm like, look at him go! Like, I'm like, I was so excited, and I got to go. Like I said, he had he had a watch party, That's and I was with out. his entire family and friends. And just watching him there with them and his parents and his wife, everybody was just so genuinely excited, happy. I mean, and AJ cooked, so it's his own party and he cooked food for it that we all ate. Which was inspired by the food that I actually cooked on the episode. (laughs) Um, But yeah. And, and to
0: be able to give back, like, you know, like you said, to be able to take that and, and do something, you know, with it besides put it in my own pocket um, was, it meant a lot. And, and, Williamsport, you know, I'm hoping they're doing everything.
2: No, they're still posted yeah. online. You know, we we've talked to them and it was cool. We went to their firehouse uh, cuz it's not far from from where we live and work and uh they cooked for us. Yeah. And they had an amazing meal. And actually we got uh like jerky. Yeah. Right then they jerky and yeah. like like cuz one guy was a big hunter and it was I mean, I'm like I don't want to work out. I just want to keep eating. Yeah. And then we did a killer. We did what workout did we do? And we didn't do an honor wide. I think we did the five, five, five standard the standard. I think it was. Them. Yeah. And we all kind of amped it up in our own way, but it was awesome. And it's Williamsport, the home of the little league world series. Yep. So it was pretty cool. They were really good guys. Yeah. Um, and that was something we were able to, again, pay it forward <laughs> through fork and hose
0: through food and fitness.
2: Yeah. Um, and what else? We've done some other really cool things together. You know, we've done a lot out at FDIC, um, AJ comes out with the five, five, five team and he cooks for us for lack of a better term. It's <laughs> what I do best you know,
0: I, I do fitness. I do that stuff, but not as well as Pip and the rest of the crew. Um, I'd, I'd rather chop onions than do burpees and you know,
2: we make them do both is what it comes down to. Yeah. But, <laughs> but even too with fitness, you know, and your own, you know, uh, discoveries through fitness, your dad was a big part of your fitness journey yeah. too and being involved with it.
0: Yeah. He, you know, he's, uh, my family's all athletic. You know, I grew up um, playing all sports, hockey, football, golf, everything in between. My father, he was uh, an amateur boxer, a police officer. He, You know, he fought in like the police, you know, games and that kind of thing. And when CrossFit, you know, I know we don't like to throw labels and brands out there, but when CrossFit came out. It's a brand. We could talk about it. it. His head exploded. He was amazed. You know, it was all the things that he had been doing separately, you know, and he put them all together and, and he started getting into it and his garage gym is, could rival any, you know, CrossFit gym or, or anything like that. And, you know, we'll work out together and, you know, he's 66 years old and kicks my ass.
2: It's so awesome to see him. And when you meet him, you can, you get the sense about him of just the type of person he is. And it's funny too, you say that like with, with CrossFit, you know, when CrossFit became, the fitness trend at the time whatever it was you know maybe uh, it's like 10 years ago now when it really started creeping up you know you had so many people like your dad who were like this is what i've been doing anyway. Yeah, <laughs> you know i just and, and a lot of people at that time were like banging their head against the wall cuz they're like why, why didn't, didn't I, I think of that why didn't i brand this yeah. you know why didn't i come up with a cool name and a right. concept and and how to grow this and with 555, you know, we've taken a lot of flack over the years of being like, you're the CrossFit guys. And my chiropractor says CrossFit is the best thing for his business, because it just hurts you. Right. And I feel like, like that Jeremy just <laughs> chuckles in the yeah. back. That is, that's a good like uh, firefighter, I'm not doing fitness line, you right. know what I mean? Like that one for CrossFit. And we've always said like, look, I don't care what kind of fitness you're doing, just do fitness, you know? And it's like AJ with fork and hose, just cook, cook yeah. something healthy, right. You know, try to make it something better. It doesn't and have
0: to be healthy all the time, no, no, for sure. you know, it, it, when I, when I talk to people about the healthier cooking in the firehouse, what I'll tell them is to, is to change, start off slow, small steps, change one ingredient. So maybe you're making, you know, uh, you know, your typical big fatty steak, and, you know, uh, mac and cheese with it. But instead of maybe roasted potatoes, maybe just do a baked potato. You know, something like that. Or maybe, maybe make it sweet potato instead of, you know, your, your, your white potato. And then from there, progress, okay? Make one healthy meal for the whole tour. The other two guys can do whatever they want. You want to have your pizza, whatever. And then, you know, those small steps, it's less of a shock to the system. You know, the system being True. the crew, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, I'm, I'm, I made, listen, I made salad okay. once. So, in, in, and now is it. On his episode of. Of guys' grocery games, uh, one of the other firefighters that he competed against was from from the other coast, not the East Coast. And the I, left coast. I, I, I do yeah. believe his first meal that he made was some kind of a tofu. Tofu. Yeah. He, he didn't move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Nothing yeah. against tofu or that that, yeah, that man. Who I don't know. What I'm, I'm, tofu. Yeah, yeah. I'm you probably, do that at home. Yeah. yeah you can. Yeah. Maybe but apparently, it, but,
0: according to him, like that's a thing where true. he is. Yeah. Which goes back to the regional cooking yeah, yeah, style yeah. thing,
2: and that,
3: that that's not a bad thing. That's but why yeah, my my wife's in love with all the West Coast firemen we meet because they're all gorgeous and
0: they all have great yeah. bodies.
3: They, and they, yeah, right. they, they
0: wear like clean uniforms and you know. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: But I, I think too, I just want to hop in real quick. I think what's, what's super important is one of my loves outside of the firehouse and the fire service is food and breaking bread and having cocktails and enjoying my time with people that I enjoy being with and that's surrounded by food. We talked about the home dinner table earlier. I talk about going out and, and enjoying uh, different restaurants, different cuisine with different people and different yeah. friends. AJ, uh, your wife and yourself joined my wife and myself the other night. Had dinner for the first time. We just Amazing met each meal. other. Yeah, we had an incredible meal, incredible restaurant. I mean, it's you know over the top, but it was fantastic. But it was. The story that came out of it, it was one of the best nights we've had in a very long time, just spending time with new people and getting to know them. And I think for me, the memories of the fire service outside of the firehouse have everything to do with food. It's not just the kitchen table in the firehouse, but it's when uh, Joe Smith dies and his widow's home, we bring him potluck, mm-hmm. we bring him covered dishes, right? And we don't forget about them. And, and then uh, one of my biggest memories of food in the fire service was we were all very impacted by 9-11 and the white cough new jersey fire department lost uh, dana hannon who was a dear brother to all of us and friend and that night when he was missing on 9-11 they called all their members and friends to the firehouse to come together as a family to embrace each other and it became a potluck dinner that to this day on 9-11 they do an informal service but then it's a potluck dinner. Everybody brings something and you sit down and you break bread. Yep. And for me, those are the memories of the fire service that I think are super important. So breaking bread and cooking and food, I think is very much in line with the traditions of the fire service. And that's what I was saying before. The reason why they probably play that episode on the Food Network so much is because people look at firefighters. You said you have a big non-firefighter following. Yeah, It's probably because the fire service, people believe that we eat well. The camaraderie, the brotherhood, the sitting around the table. And so inherently, we eat good food and, and we like to, and food is the center of a lot of what we
0: do. And it's not just chili, by the way. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Everybody <laughs> thinks all we know how to make is, is chili firehouse and chili. steak and potatoes. I call that the standard. The steak and potatoes and the <laughs> vegetables is the standard firehouse meal. But it's so much more than that. Yeah. But even if that's all you make, so
2: be it. Create memories. You know? Yeah, exactly. Those, those memories that you're creating, like yeah. that tradition That's right. of it. You know, we have a, a guy on my shift, um, and his his grandmother used to come in and we would make eggplant with her on wow. Sundays. Oh, wow. And she would spend, you know, we would it would be she would be there all afternoon with us. That's awesome. And and she has since passed away, but we still do that. You know, or we Amazing. talk about like, Hey, we gotta get eggplant going for REITs and it, it's actually time for it to happen again but it's I'm available. You're available, you wanna come down, help out? I'm down. We, we like it, because you had that, and it was something that we had never made before. But he knew, Reitz knew how to make, so he brought her in, and it was, she, she would just come in, you would come back from calls sometimes, and his grandma would be hanging out in our kitchen. It was awesome. <laughs> that is you fantastic. Know, and, and those are those things that make you a better person. Yeah. You know, those traditions of you know, 9-11 in this area, in Wyckoff, New Jersey, North Absolutely. Jersey. I mean, it, it changed. It changed the world around here. Um, and we all have our own stories with that, right. But you have to come out better on the other side from it mm-hmm. and to be so far out, so many years out and still have that. Yeah, still buck, I mean, that means more just, volumes about what I food just can thought do of
3: something 9 eleven I have a, a button on my helmet band um, that I've been wearing now since 9 eleven and it says Fight back New York, Eat out because after 9-11 yeah. nobody yeah, yeah. was going into the city yeah. to go to restaurants and a, and a good friend of mine who's now a new york city firefighter he was hired the second class after 9-11 he was a big time chef in the city and left a, a good cooking job to become a firefighter in the city and he got me that button because he knows that i was all about you know restaurant culture and right. eating and you know and food and so on and how important that is and so he got me that button that still sits on my helmet to I this like day, that. ever like since nine eleven, he went. Yeah, you need just, a, just a cool <laughs> yeah. just a cool memory.
2: And those are things too that that people. And again, you travel the country and, and you talk about nine eleven. But when you're from this area, you know the person in the Midwest has their story of that sure. day and that time after. Yeah. And we have ours. Sure. And so much changed afterwards oh, yeah. that that eating out thing, you know, going into the city, you know, people right. didn't want to go into the city, and even that calling it the city, the you know, city, you know, like right. you know, you're local when you call it the yeah, city. Right. right. It's just it just is what right. it is.
0: Enough to explain it then. But anybody.
2: I,
3: but AJ, but I think man, I think truly, um, what you do. Um, outside of the firefighting passion of cooking and spreading the good word. Man, there's a lot happening there. I I, I, I want to see more out of you. I'd love to see it,
0: man. I'd love to see more out of me yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> it'd, be
3: good. it'd be good because I think, I think your message is, is on point and I think a lot, everybody can relate. Um, so I'm excited for you and um, there might be some things down the road that we're
0: gonna I've heard some, I've heard heard things things going to work on together. Sounds good to me. Yeah, it'd be good. Well, all, all roads are converging. It's, it's, you know? it's, it's funny how yeah. we,
2: we seem to keep growing with something yeah. new every time. And, yeah. and bringing someone new into something. but it's I appreciate
0: cool. Pip for having me on for, for this. this is, uh,
2: Thanks, man. That's you know, nice. I, owe,
0: I owe a lot to you. I really do. I do.
2: That's cool. It, it's funny, too, because you say that, and I feel like I owe a lot to you, but it, go, it goes back to the premise of the size up again is that we're learning from each other, and we're learning from each other and helping others because six years ago... Social media was not what it is today. Right. Um, and we were joking before the podcast about our first time at FDIC and meeting people. They would come up and introduce themselves and we would just stand there blank with like blank stares. And then they would say <laughs> their Instagram handle and it turned into like hugs and like, <laughs> yeah. oh, my God, it's you. I've always wanted to meet you. And they're like, I've always wanted to meet you, fork and hose guy. Yeah. And it's just grown so much from that. Yeah,
0: yeah. It, it says a lot to, you know, I think the messages that we all collectively are, are, are sharing you positivity, know? positivity, yeah, um, making yourself better every day, as well as the people that you work with or, you know, your family, um, just leaving the, the firehouse or fire service better than what, you know, the way you found it.
2: Yeah. You know? And that that's key in the cooking world too, with the same theory in the kitchen, you yep. know what I mean? Like cleaning the kitchen, cleaning things and leaving it better than you found it. And I know you guys say that with national fire radio all the time, you know, that is the main I think tenant of national fire radio is leaving the fire service better than you found it um, through tradition and storytelling. And yeah, you know, I think
3: think that the message has to be clear. You got to check yourself at the door and it's all about the mission. It's about the firehouse and you come last. And uh, you know, when you're, when you're signing on board, when you walk into that firehouse, when you're jumping on that truck to go to that call, you got to be dialed in and focused. And we can't let ourselves get in the way of what the, what our job is and the mission is. And, and so I think more now than ever in the fire service, that's one of our issues we have to tackle is it's less about me and all about this, you know. Um, and that has to be discussed. But overall, yeah, that's what we do, man. We, we want to educate and let everybody know that the job is still good. Yeah. We have guys like AJ and yourself, Pip, that are willing to put yourselves out there to talk about the message, about how good the message is and how good the fire service is, and we need more of it.
2: And I, th- you said like willing to put ourselves out there. And, and AJ and I, you know, kind of coming up in this together, we didn't want to put ourselves out there. We wanted to put a mission out there. And we wanted to put theories out there and ideas and share other stories. And somehow through that, we both ended up out there, you know, trying to avoid being on your own page and right. AJ too, you know, what he's doing is a little different than me where he's showing people how to cook. Um, but he's putting himself out there, but he wants to focus more on the food, not himself. Sure. But you still end up in that. It's in a natural,
0: you know, yeah. it's just
2: we didn't expect it. I know, yeah. I know we've talked about it a lot in, in conversations like how, how, someone in Germany, your hashtag, how did, how did you, yeah, how did I get here? Hashtag, how did I get here? You're like, how did this occur? Right? Like your little kitchen that you have there, your little firehouse kitchen. When I went to it, I'm like, it looks bigger online. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What? (laughs) Was that the play on words that you had to like, (laughs) but you see these things and, and it's a big deal, you know, giving back again, like it makes you a better person, you know, and you said it before you've gotten more out of, Fork and hose, and you've given back in. Exactly.
0: It if if I could inspire one person a day to 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 cook when maybe they didn't feel like it that day, or they didn't know how, you know, or or maybe the, you know, there's a dish that they've always wanted to make, but they just weren't sure how to go about it. If I can inspire that person to go do that, I, I've done my job. How
1: many episodes have you put out of of
2: your? Oh, like how many? Yeah. Oh, geez, you can never. What are you up to? post? like here, we can look at that.
0: Uh, post wise, it's, it's yeah. I don't know, but uh, I try to do wh- whenever, whenever I'm home cooking or at the firehouse. If there's something that I could think of, like oh, you know what? I never maybe shared how to there. do this. Yeah. I- I'll do it, um, and I sh- and I repeat a lot of things only because you know with social media, it's mm-hmm. you, you might see it today, but maybe the person you know yep. tomorrow hasn't. So
2: uh, it looks so good, like looking at it, it just. <laughs> it's all it's everything all looks so good yeah now we're and, gonna have to go out but, to lunch i mean yeah <laughs> like thirty two, thirty two hundred 3200 posts you know and wow. that's without you know aj harnesses the stories i think your your instagram stories yeah. even before i remember you telling me about it and i'm like what's an instagram story like yeah. i didn't even pay attention to what those were but those sundays with aj and and, and ava they're cooking yeah are just amazing
0: right? it's it's i'm I'm just trying to be real you know like i'm not trying to create a false um uh, sense of what i am i when i cook at home uh, I put as much love into it, you know, as when I do at the firehouse and, um, maybe Ava might be crying or, you know, the dogs barking in the back, but that's like, that's it's my life. life. You know, that's, that's a big part of yeah. it is
2: it, it has to be real life. You know, if you're out there, if it's, you know, a well, and I say this as we're sitting here, yeah. this well lit studio with lights on it's us. with a beautiful it, backdrop, and backdrop and all these fancy things and logos and that's part of it, but what you're putting out there is life. You know, you're in your kitchen, you're in your firehouse kitchen or someone else's firehouse kitchen. And I think people appreciate that. They appreciate the gen... I can't... The, the word I want to use, genuinity? Not, what, I don't think that's a word. That's not the word. What I know what it? you like, mean, the but... The genuineness of you yeah. doing that, yeah. you know, and, and... I think that might be a new word. Your strike genuinity. Genuinity. Yeah. Yeah. It's genuinity. It's, I'm not good with words. That's why I shouldn't have that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not one with the word. Let's uh, say.
1: I think
0: I think you've done a, um, a bang-up job for the past own two words. episodes. <laughs> bang-up. <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: But you see that and, and people see that and they appreciate it. Yeah. You know, they appreciate the fact that you're there cooking with your daughter and you're you're feeding her as, as it's going on because people have those traditions of being there with their parents, you know, being there with their grandparents um, and sharing that is a huge part of life. Yeah. And I think that's awesome what you're doing.
0: And it, and it correlates to the traditions in the firehouse cooking and, you know, kind of comes full circle. Everybody loves to eat. I don't care who you are. You know? I, I, I say this all the time. Every single day in every single firehouse in the world, there are firefighters eating. You know, we're not training every day. We might not be running fires every day. We might not be cutting cars up every day, but every day you're eating. And whether you get it from the takeout place or or you cook it yourself, it's up to you. And, uh, you know, I'm just trying to make people better cooks, inspire them to actually start cooking or just to learn how to cook, you know, whatever it
2: is. And that's a big part of it, too, is as as an emergency service provider, you have to eat. Yeah, yeah. You can't not eat. You need the fuel because you don't know what's coming next. Mm-hmm. And that's one of those uh, like old guy things like you're, you you got to eat this kid because you may not be able to eat for the next eight hours. And that old guy was right. It just doesn't have to be deep fried every yeah. day of the week yeah. that you're eating that. You and
0: know I know I mean? we've talked about it before. You know, firefighters are lucky because almost all firehouses have kitchens. You know, we're able to cook for ourselves police officers EMS they they're they're either meal prepping or they're they're ordering in you know yeah. they're stuck and, in their car yeah. or
2: their their bus or as, what, truck, truck as bus. they called it the other day I'm still lost as the truck bus yes the truck thing but they're stuck in that so yeah. they have to be prepared yep and they have to have that lifestyle set for them you know finding a microwave uh, is not the easiest thing to do in the world like you can't just walk up to somebody's house they should like, have hey. that instead of like you know the old pay phones have like a <laughs> mi- microwave <laughs> <chiosk>. <laughs> 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 kiosk 25 for the- cents for two minutes or something <laughs> it, it's definitely too a change we're seeing in the EMS culture is that they're starting to go to a more station-based. Um, as opposed to a posting base where they're posted up on the corner. Um, So they do have some place to go to. Um, A lot of hospital ERs are providing like an EMS room that has a microwave in it. So they could heat up their food. It stinks you're still eating it on the go. Which is
0: something I get sometimes too on fork and hose companies. You know, firefighters are cooking, but they might have you know, the local EMS people in as guests or the local police officers come in for a meal. You know, usually it's like a Christmas thing or, you know, a holiday or something. Um, So they're sharing, you know, their own tradition with, with, you know the other the other side. Yeah, those those people those that took people. the wrong test. Those, <laughs> yeah. other, those other
2: folks out there. Yeah, the wrong But, but <laughs> they definitely <laughs> did. I'm sorry. I'm not, I can't. I can't help. Trade in the I gun like, for a pillow. Yeah, like for sure. I've heard <laughs> yeah. that one before, right? But you you do that, and you're inviting them in because they can have part of this culture. You know, right. we are in this together, and more now than ever. You know that emergency services as one service thing. You know, seeing what goes on in the, in the police world is very different from mm-hmm. the fire world and having them come in and say like, Hey, you know, sit down. This is what we do. They are like, "Whoa, this is break bread. Like, yeah, you know, break like, bread, like you say, and then listen, uh, uh, the kitchen in my firehouse is very old and they're even still amazed. They're like, I could sit at this table with you guys. Like yeah. this is, this is so nice. Cause I'm not eating in my patrol car right now. Mm-hmm. Type
0: Anytime thing. I'm, I'm cooking in the firehouse and, and one of the local cops walks in, I always offer Hey, you want to sit down? Oh, I'm good. You know, I already grabbed my sandwich
2: or whatever. And then they see what you're cooking, and yeah. Do. And then uh, <laughs> maybe I should have, you know. But <laughs> always my Sandwich, you know? save that for later. You know? No, but it's a really good thing you can do, and even uh, in the in the public's eyes, and the the politicians' eyes, and folks that don't see it. You know, it definitely has been like a, a private thing. But getting it out there and showing people that this is the way this goes on, they want that allure. How you had mentioned with, with Guys Grocery Games, True. Sure. you know, and all the the firehouse shows that are on now, whether how they depict <laughs> what you mean firehouse that's not life is life? like versus what it's not. It's Hollywood. It's not, but they all have that kitchen table right. type theory going on. And uh, Dennis Leary definitely did an amazing job with it in Rescue Me. For sure. Like there's, there's no no doubt.
0: More accuracy in that. than You can get him
2: on national Fire. Yeah, <laughs> right? It'd be pretty cool. There, there's some accuracy in, in all those little clips that, that you see floating around there. But it's all, again, for the greater good. And with Fork and Hose, you know, and I don't I want to see where it's going to go next. That's what I want to see.
0: I'm excited, for sure.
2: I feel like we could see AJ at a show, like at a fire show, or like one of these, like, you know, uh, I just got something about the job conference, you know, and AJ is going to have on his headset and he's going to be up on the stage and the cameras will be down. He's like, and this is how you're chopping here. And you're going to have these firefighters sitting there with their notepads yeah. out there watching them go to town. I
0: if think. you overcook your pasta, that's it. You're you're done. Don't <laughs> no. Al dente or die, okay? I thought
2: you were going to tell me how to fix that. No, and, no. Yeah, that, like, I was don't like, do it. Don't overcook your pasta. That'll I be think, my first I lesson. I think that could be a great note to end on, too, because we're right around that hour mark and AJ just dropped it then. And Jeremy's writing that down. We are you writing? Al oh dente or die? Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be your first logo. Al <laughs> or die.
0: I might get that tattooed, actually. Do you? I I might. Oh, no. Oh, I thought you said you
3: did.
1: No, was... no, no. I I might. I, I love that. That's on an upcoming show.
2: Al <laughs> dente or die. That may actually be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there it is.
1: That's bang.
2: I think we just found the name. I think the problem probably. with
0: that is if I end up overcooking my pasta, it'll be it. awesome. I'm ruined.
2: Like you're <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Anyhow. as we're just laughing, you yeah. can't hear it. But al dente or die, I think we can end on that's that. Good, AJ, man, man, you know, thank you for coming on the size up tonight. Where can the listeners find you? Because I'm supposed to say that at the end.
0: You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, at Fork and Hose Co. So that's Fork and Hose Co. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, DM me if you ever have any questions about recipes, techniques. Something you want to see me do? You know, I, I'm always willing to to you know learn myself and 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 also pass that knowledge along.
2: That's awesome, man! It's, yeah, it's I,
3: and I think it's important to talk about it. his Instagram. Check out his stories. His stories is yeah. him.
0: And I'm gonna start adding more to my. I think they're called highlights. I gotta look. Yeah, you can, them yeah you can yeah pin the highlights yeah. up there. I just so like like I, that I think if long. you go now, I think I have. um my marinara sauce is up there.
2: Nice. Wow. And that is something most people don't just give away. Yeah. Like, right. There, there is did you leave something out? Like is there a
0: No, I'm I'm all I'm all out there. You're all out, you, all out. you laid it all out <laughs> there, bro. You're, you laid it's it, it's, all, it's out.
2: all out there, like full full That's disclosure. It. Awesome. That's the way to say it. Fork awesome. and hose sure. company, full disclosure. Like, but it's awesome to see that, man. It's awesome to, to have you here and, and see where you're going. So thanks, man. Same to yeah. you. Yeah. Appreciate awesome. that. Awesome. Al dente or, or die. die. I love it. <laughs>